You have just entered The Royal Access, the show for growth-minded game changers seeking God's direction in their relationships and careers. I'm your host, Coral Pinder, and I'm super excited about growing along with you. Now let's dive in to this episode. Happy New Year! Oh my gosh, this is the first official episode for the year 2021 and I am so glad you guys are back with me this year. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Royal Access and we are doing our final episode of the I'm Royalty series starting off the year right and in this final episode the title is no cross no crown no cross no crown and for the last few weeks in december we were listening to the interviews from breakfast with queens and in those interviews we learned why the things of this world can't fulfill us the things like money power and fame marriage having a child having this bossed up career or having this career that we think we should have or having a ministry in this platform where everyone sees us, you know, as somebody to be, you know, looked at or followed or, you know, in the celebrity culture that we have, just really making our life about, okay, that is how I see success. That is how I see, you know, being pleasing to God when we have a relationship with God. When we really think about, you know, the fact that I am God's chosen person, I am worthy of everything that God has called me to be, I am a queen and I'm royalty, what we realize is it's not about the things of this world. It's about having a relationship with God. And that's what we're going to dive into in this last episode of the series, I Am Royalty. And so the verse that I wanted us to meditate on is Luke 9 and 23. Luke 9 and 23, and it said, Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way and take up your cross daily and follow me. Take up your cross daily and follow me. And when I read this scripture verse, it reminded me of the song that we used to sing back in the day, Old Rugged Cross. And I'm still in a fairly traditional church, so we still sing this song. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. And the crown that we're exchanging it for is the crown in heaven. So sometimes we think I'm royalty because I I sought after fame on earth or I, I was famous on earth or I was known on earth or I had these accolades or these things that people attribute to wealth and attribute to being successful. I had that on earth. So that's what it means to walk in royalty and that what it means to have a crown, but that's not what it means. When Jesus was saying this verse to his disciples, then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way and take up your cross daily and follow me. What he was telling them right before that is he was about to suffer and he was going to be persecuted and he had to go in order to suffer. And Peter was like, no, what are you talking about? That's not going to happen to you. And he said, get Get thee behind me, Satan. You are speaking what Satan wants. And so it's like, what? So that's what we have to realize when we have a relationship with God is that the perspective of how we see things, how we think something is going to go, isn't always the way that God is seeing it. When when they saw Christ as, you know, king of the Jews, they saw him ruling on earth, whereas he was a servant and he, you know, 
lived a very humble life and he knew that he had to suffer and carry a cross. He had to walk with this cross and bear this pain through life and then he would receive his crown, his kingdom in heaven. And so that's what we have to remember that our kingdom is in heaven. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have great things that happen to you on earth, but we have to remember that when we're a follower of Christ, that we may go through suffering. We may go through hard times. And if that is a part of God's will, we have to be able to accept it because that verse says you must give up your own way. Our own way says, okay, I accepted Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I am praying to Jesus for this thing to happen, especially when we come into a new year. Like you never come into a new year saying, okay, I'm about to suffer. Okay, I'm about to have hard times. It's like 2020. Nobody went into 2020 saying, you know, about to lose my job. 2020, about to not travel for the whole year. About to lose loved ones who died. Like nobody has come came into that year thinking that. So as we go into this new year, we have so many things that we want to see happen so many plans and you know we're coming out of a series of I'm royalty and realizing okay it's not the things of the world but I'm royalty in Christ and so that means that life is going to be abundantly clear and everything is going to be amazing and I can't wait to see all the blessings that God is going to do through me and with me and 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 it's not saying that God won't do those things but you have to realize that sometimes we go through hard seasons and we have to be ready for those hard seasons and that's what Jesus was saying to his disciples that I'm about to suffer I I know what God has called me to do right now and I'm about to suffer and when you are dying to yourself and you're dying on the cross and it's saying, take that cross, it's saying every time you're like, oh no, but life shouldn't go this way. I should be in a happy relationship. Cling it to the cross. If only if it's God's will, if it is your will, God. Oh, my my business should be booming. My business should be successful. If it's your will for my business to be successful in this season, I give it over to you. It's always, you know, I, I'm supposed to have a child by now. If you want me to have a child in this season, I give it over to you. Lord, let your will be done. You know, I do believe that God has amazing things planned for 2021. And I believe that there are some things that God wants to, you know, birth in my life. But I have to put it on the cross. I have to put it on the cross and say, but your will be done. Whatever your will is. Even if it means I have to go through hard times. So when we talk about how do you, how do you, how do I have, how do I carry that cross and be able to receive the crown that Christ is talking about? Being able to be accepted into the kingdom of God. The first one is... I think we have to know is it's going to take work. It's going to take work. So if you're taking notes, the first point, if I'm growing towards a crown, it's not an easy thing. It's it's not an easy thing. It's going to take work. There is work in holding a crown. It's not just, oh, it looks pretty and everybody's looking at me. And we see from what Jesus was saying, I'm about to go suffer. He had to walk with that cross. He had to be, and he said, Father, if you could take this cup away from me, take it away. And he didn't. So it was like, I don't want to be in pain and misery. But if that is the path that God has for me, we didn't want to go through a year like 2020. But if that was the thing that God wanted us to go through, then your will be done. And that's what Jesus said. And so we have to realize that it takes work. It has. It takes work. If we are living for God, if our crown resides with Christ, then we know that there's work that we're going to have to do. I remember when 
I think it was the beginning, at the end of 2018, God gave me this vision of helping to rebuild a church. It was a full hundred campaign. And so I had to do these meetings and sessions with the leaders of the church and help them to wrap their heads around this idea that I had. And then we had to put everybody in teams and we had to put out strategies and you had to go out there and go and do missions with people and get people to sign up for emails. And I had to send an email every single day for a hundred days. Every single day for a hundred days, I had to send emails. Every Sunday I had to sit at the front of the church and make sure that people brought in their funds and collect for their teams and saw where your teams were. And then every Sunday I had to go on the pulpit and boost everybody up and give the report. And I had to find prizes from all of the different places. And so we raised enough to start breaking ground. And then my brother passed away. And then Dorian hit. And then COVID hit. And so it was like, we're still in the midst of trying to get the energy to find another way to approach the fundraising campaign with all of these storms that kept coming back after back, one thing after the other. But it was work and it's still work and we're still in it. Like, you know, when God tells you to do a work in the kingdom to build up his kingdom, it's not always just like, let me do one, two, three, and then success. One, two, three, life is great. It's like there is work that has to go into it. But when we have a relationship with God, we know that everything isn't always going to be, you know, peaches and cream. But you have to remember that. That has to stay at the forefront of your mind because yes, in my mind, after every Sunday being there, after doing all of these strategy meetings with all of the leaders, after going out there and asking people to donate to the church and doing a whole fair where we had people come to break ground and all of that, I would have preferred that in a year or two, the church went up, but that just wasn't the story. That just wasn't the will that God had. It was just one tragedy after the next, one blow after the next blow. And I do believe we were being obedient and we sowed seeds and there are things that we're going to see God do but we have to we have to trust we have to trust his hand at the end of last year we there was work that went into the book alone so much that I was so tired after there were things I had to do with work there were things that I had to still push through there were bills that needed to be paid there were people that we needed to make sure still serve but there was it was so I was so tired after that experience I had given so much to that experience and it was a lot of work and yes I was able to see so many people who life had been changed or touched or blessed by that experience who messaged and said you know God was really doing a work through that virtual experience and I really needed that but it's work when you are working for the kingdom, it's not always glitz and glam. It's not, and it's not always work where people notice you. When we did the book launch, yeah, people noticed us. But after we did the the full hundred campaign, there still isn't a church that's finished. There still isn't one, but that was work that went into it. And so we have to remember that if we're following Christ and we want the crown of Christ, I am royalty doesn't mean that on earth, I get every single thing that I want. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to be blessed on earth, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to get every single thing I want. What it first means is it's work. It's work in the earth. It's work in the earth. And sometimes you have to suffer. And another part of that work is dying to our flesh, putting the things that we want and putting them on the cross and saying, God, whenever you want them to be done. Like, you know, I wish the church was finished already, but whatever your will is, let me be obedient. Let me do the next thing that you told me to do. I just want to be obedient to you. I want to see your hand in my life. And if I have to wait for it, then I will wait. If we have to keep working, if we're tired, if we're overwhelmed, I just want to be obedient. It brings me to the second thing. If we're working towards a crown, a kingdom crown, because remember, the the ruler of this earth is, is the enemy. The enemy is 
has dominion on this earth. And not that he has more power than God, but when I say he has dominion on earth, when you seek for things that this earth gives, that this world gives, like this is this world is not your home. And so when we're trying to make everything be perfect here and live the life, you know, I'm going to have, I'm going to be wealthy here and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. And if in God's plan for me is to be wealthy, then I would be wealthy. But I don't believe everybody, God's plan is for them to be wealthy. There may be, and there may be seasons where he has you wealthy and seasons where he has you, ask you to give up everything. The reason why is I do feel that God wants his children to be taken care of. And I believe that he will send manna from heaven every day if that's what he needs to do. But I think that we have to be in a hard posture that even if I'm extremely wealthy, if God came to me one day and said, I need you to give up everything that you have, I need to be able to do it. And I think sometimes we chase wealth so much of God, I'm, I'm a child of God. God wants me to be blessed. I'm a child of God. God wants me to see I'm royalty. I'm, I'm chosen. I'm highly favored. I'm blessed. We're all of that. But God's will has to take precedence over living comfortable on this earth. God's will has to take precedence over looking to the world as if I'm living high on the horg. And sometimes that takes work. A lot of times that takes work. And that is what Jesus is telling his disciples. Yeah, I'm the son of God. And now in this season, I'm about to suffer. And even though I don't want to die on the cross like this, I have to suffer because it's going to take work to be able to do what God wants to be done in the long run. And so it brings us to the second point is you have to be in it for the long game. Wherever you are, driving driving in your car, running on the road, say it to yourself, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm in it for the long haul. Say it to yourself, write it on your notes, say it while you're washing the dishes. I'm in it for the long haul. The second thing, if you want to wear a crown, remember, we're not seeking an earthly crown. I'm not seeking to be royalty, quote unquote, on the earth. Even if people see me as royalty on the earth, great, because I know who I am, but I'm not seeking man's approval. I'm in it for the long haul. And the long haul means eternity in mind. It means that sometimes God is going to take a while to do whatever he's trying to birth in my life. And I have to I have to be able to accept that when we look at stories of the Bible when we look at Joseph when we look at David when we look at Abraham when we look at Sarah when we look at all of those people Hannah when we look at all of those God's like I've given you example after example after example after example and even with the work and knowing that there are sometimes when you're wealthy and sometimes when you may not be is the story of Job he was extremely wealthy had all of those things and then he lost it in a certain season because God wanted to show the enemy that I, I can carry him to through any season he's not worshiping me because he's wealthy he's worshiping me because he loves me and so we have to be ready if God says to give it all up we can and we have to be ready when God says I need you to be patient I need you to be in it for the long haul. I need you to know that you may be building right now and and it may be taking a little long, but you're in it for the long haul. And that's how I have to be with, with the church because we're still rebuilding and we're still in the middle of it. But we have to know that if I'm trusting God and God says he's going to do something, I have to be okay with the timing. Our social media culture of watching people on timelines and seeing everything everybody else does, it puts us in this position where we're not okay with the timeline that God has for us. And we have to be okay with that timeline. Because if we're not okay with that timeline, then we are going to be out of alignment of what God has called us to do. When I spoke at the virtual experience, I spoke about Joseph. And I spoke about the fact that Joseph you know, he became governor, but that was still not the vision that God gave him at 17. The vision that God gave him at 17 was his brothers and his dad bowing before him. But he had to get content in that season and it was nine more years. So it wasn't the 13 years that everybody, oh, Joseph waited 13 years. He wasn't waiting to be governor. 
He was waiting for that vision that God showed him where he would have, you know, be reconnected with his family and his family would have bowed down before him. That's what he was waiting on. But at this point, he didn't even know if his father was still alive. So he let go of the vision and gave it back to God because he was in it for the long haul. You need to be in it for the long haul. When I decided to take a year off of dating, <laughs> no, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't in it for the long haul. I was like, I can give God a year. Give you a year, take a year off of dating, and then bam, after 2013, husband going to be here. But through <laughs> through the years of waiting and waiting, I had to realize that I have to be in it for the long haul. I have to be in it for the long haul. Whenever God connects me to the person, um, he's going to do a good work, and we are going to do a work in the earth. That is what we are called to do. We're called to be um, a purpose in the earth and do things together in the earth. And so... I have to wait for that. I have to wait for that. And I have to be in it for the long haul. I believe that God will bless me with children. And so, you know, do you want to be having children after 35? I mean, that's not in your plan because you're like, I got to run around after these children. But then I remember so many times that people say, oh my gosh, you have so much energy. Oh my God, you're so energetic. And I'm like, maybe this is why God gave me so much energy because I'm going to be running after children in a much older age than I had planned to. Maybe that's what he was doing in his divine timing. But you have to be in it for the long haul. Whatever it is, that God is calling you to do. I remember growing up running long distance races, swimming long distance races, and always starting in the back because I had to pace myself and running my own race. And they would be, there would be people cheering on the sideline. You need to catch up. You need to go faster. You need to catch up. And I was just like, no, if I, if I try to stay in the same pace as that person, that's not my pace. So if I try to run their pace, by the time the end of this race is going to finish, I am going to stop. I'm going to walk. I am going to, I'm not going to meet the timeline that I know that I can meet. I'm either going to drop out of the race completely and not finish it. I have to run my race. I don't run at that fast pace. I have to run my pace. I have to run my pace. And sometimes I ended those, those races in the front. I ended up first. I ended up second. And those people, they weren't able to keep the pace that they were trying to run at. But you, you can't be looking at other people because I knew internally I'd practice enough. I'd spend enough time studying and learning, you know, what it means to be on the track and what it means to be in the pool and just spend so much time practicing and devoted to that particular talent and skill that I knew that when it was time for the race, when it was time to be put to the test, I had to run at my pace. What I'm telling you is you have to be in it for the long haul because there's a pace specifically set to you. You cannot run at anyone's other pace. I don't care how much you scroll Facebook, how much you scroll Instagram, how much you see so many friends doing different things that you thought you would have been doing by now. You have to run your race. They would, people would be on the side, catch her up. What are you doing? You're going too slow. I have to run at my pace. I will, I will blow. I, I have studied this long enough. So you have to spend time studying time with God, studying who he is, studying who he's called you to be and know that I'm in it for the long haul. My crown is in heaven. My crown is not on earth. I do not need to pretend to everybody that I'm royalty. I'm royalty because God says I'm royalty. I don't have to look to everybody else like it because I'm running my own race. I'm in it for the long haul. And the third thing that I want to remind you of as you go into this new year of 2021, I want to remind you that it may look different. And if 2020 didn't tell you that already, I, I'm pretty sure 2021 is, is going to reveal that to you, that it's going to look different. It's going to look different than you thought. My word for 2020 was abundance. 
And I was like, yes, Lord, abundance, abundance in money, abundance in relationships, abundance. It's just, I, at the time, I was planning to travel to different Caribbean countries with the book and travel to Florida and all of that. And so that was what I was set to do. I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is going to be abundant. And I'm excited for it. COVID-19, there's no traveling. Where are you going? You did one event at Freeboard. I was just like, what? This is not what I saw. And one of the things that God told me you had to do was you had to give and you had to leap. And then you would see abundance. So I just thought, okay, do more tithing, do more giving to other people. And you're going to see abundance and wealth. And I will tell you, granted, our company did do the best that we had ever done so far. I do believe it's going to grow some more as these years go on in 2020. So we did see abundance in that. I did see abundance in my ministry. Like there were so many things that God had me to do ministry wise that I just was never planning to do. I was never planning to go live on Facebook when 2020 started. I was never planning to do a podcast when 2020 started. I was never planning to do a virtual conference. I was planning to go to different places in the Caribbean, but I was never planning to do a big virtual conference. There are so many things that God had me to do. A prayer live. I did prayer live for 30 days in September. I never, but all of these things helped to expand the ministry of the Royal Access and expand the network of people that God wanted me to reach. And so that was where I saw most of the abundance. We did see the abundance monetary, but that was just icing on the cake to all of the the people we were able to reach. We got contracts where we were able to touch over a hundred businesses and same for going into 2021. We're dealing with so many other businesses that are on a different island and so many other ways and ideas that God is expanding what we're going to do as far as business. But I had to realize that abundance didn't look exactly like I thought it was going to. A crown for the disciples didn't look like Jesus, what Jesus was saying. When Jesus said I had to go and suffer, they was like, no, Peter was like, no, boy, you're going to suffer. Stop talking that. And he was like, that's Satan. Because he knew that what God had called him to do would look different than everybody else thought it would. So we have to be ready. We have to be ready when we call ourselves followers of Christ that it may look different than we originally thought it was going to look. And sometimes God humbles us. I talked earlier about Job, about how God took Job from being wealthy to losing everything. Same thing with Joseph. Joseph was sold and eventually he was put in a high position with Potiphar. And then he lost all of that once again and had to be put in prison. And so he was humbled But he had to trust God that, okay, this isn't looking anything like I thought it would look like. At 17, I had a dream of, you know, people bowing down to me and me being in leadership. And I was in leadership for a second, but then all of a sudden I got humbled. So I I remember that situation of, you know, I saw myself, you know, doing well in another job and I got a new job and I was living in a condo. And then that season was over and I lived in a friend's bedroom in a, it was, I used to have a two and a half bed, I used to have a two bedroom, two and a half bath to myself. And then I moved into a two bedroom with one bathroom um, and living with a friend from high school. Like the, the seasons change. And so we have to be ready to know that it's not always going to look to the world like your royalty, even though you are royalty. That's why you have to remember within myself that as I walk through life, like Jesus, I may have to go through seasons of suffering. I may have to go through seasons of hard work. I may have to go through seasons of waiting. And I may have to go through seasons of where it doesn't look to everybody else as if I'm chosen or as if I'm blessed. But I am. I am. I have to remember that I am. And it it may look different, like the, the word abundance looked different than what I thought, but it was still truly a blessing that God was able to do in my life. 
during 2020. So as you approach 2021, I always start the year off with a word. Like this is my word for the year. And so I want you to think about that. Like, is there a word that you have for the year that you're going into this year that that I feel like this is the word for, for you? So for me, like I said, last year was abundance. And even though it looked totally different in 2020 than I thought it would look like, um, it looked like work. It looked like a long time of waiting on things and things that I'm still waiting on. And it, and it looked different. You know, abundance, that that framework just looked different. But my word for 2021 is sore. The word that I was given, I was given it a few weeks ago before today. And the word is sore. Sore. And, and I know in our human mind, <laughs> like the disciples hearing that, you know, that Jesus is king of the Jews. It's like, okay, you're going to reign on earth. Um, and so for me, abundance, oh, abundance in everything. Um... Sore can mean one thing in my mind. So I'm not going to sit and try interpret what sore means to me. Um, but I do think that in 2021 that I will see God allow my life to soar in ways that I did not think about. I know it may look completely different than what our human mind sometimes think a word means. And I know people were saying, you know, there were memes going around saying, you know, where the 2021 is my year. Because, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. And so it's like, it's not going to over anytime soon is what a lot of people are predicting. And so they're like, people aren't even excited for this new year. Like they, they're normally excited, but I want to encourage you to get excited. I know it's not the norm because people are saying we're in the middle of a pandemic. So why would I be excited about this new year? But I want you to get excited. I want you to pray to God about, is there a word? Like, do I have a word for the year? Email me. My email address is always in the show notes. I'll put it in the the Royal Access too. I'm going to ask the ladies in the Royal Access, what is your word for this year? And you can add it to that thread, the Royal Access on Facebook or the Royal Access on Instagram. But what is your word for this year? Because I want you to be excited. And the reason we can be excited is because we serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We are his chosen people, even when it's hard, even when it's hard work, even when we're going through a struggle, even when it takes long, and even when it looks to everybody else like, what you doing? This is not, this is, you don't look like you winning to me. I'm winning in Christ. I just want to make God proud, and I'm making my dad proud. I'm making Abba proud, and so I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited to soar. I honestly believe, and I'm saying it on this podcast at the beginning of this year, and I've said it, I've said prophetic words from this podcast started. I said that I believe that everybody who listens to this podcast, the women and men who listen to the Royal Access, that as God uses my life and uses me as a vessel to continue to do his will, I sincerely believe that I will grow in my relationship with God on this podcast, I will grow and get married on this podcast and have children and grow the ministry and grow my company and that the family along with me will be able to see all the things that God is doing in my life. And so spiritually, I declare and I prophetically say that I know that God will carry me deeper into a relationship with him. And do whatever he needs to do in order to deepen that relationship. I do believe that God will expand the ministry of the Royal Access this year in 2021. I believe that God will grow my family in 2021. I believe he will. He will do a work in growing the family in 2021. I believe that 
God professionally will grow our business. Like I said, 2020 was the best year we've ever experienced. But I do feel that there's more that God wants to do professionally through my company. And I'm excited to what he for what he's about to do. I do believe that the word that God has given me for this year is sore. But I also understand that, you know, the words that God gives us um, sometimes looks very different because his thoughts are not our thoughts. But we must remember that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And so as you begin this new year, thank you for being with us in 2021. We have officially gone into a new year. We have been keeping up with the podcast from the summer of 2020. And I'm so glad that God interrupted my schedule interrupted all of the things that I had planned, interrupted my vision of what abundance would look like in 2020 and crafted it for his glory and his story to be told through me. I'm glad that you kept your date with the Holy Spirit to listen to this podcast. I pray that the Holy Spirit has blessed your life and has used me to help uproot the seeds in you that you need to progress through this year. Don't be distraught about 2021 because we're in the middle of a pandemic. But get excited about 2021 because you serve an amazing God who is going to do exceedingly abundantly more than you could ever think or imagine. And it doesn't mean that life is always going to be roses because we remember that when we are wearing a crown, we're seeking the crown in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, the kingdom of God. Let the kingdom of God be done here on this earth. We are born in sin and so our flesh craves certain things. Our flesh craves money, power, and fame. Our flesh craves a relationship so we can look to others like, oh, we've arrived when God is saying, nope, marriage is to make you holy, not happy. You are going to go through a sanctification process and you are going to say, this is what I cried for. This is work, 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 work. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen, saints. Amen. But we know that when we trust God, he can do amazingly, amazing things. It it may take longer than we expected. So I could tell you about things taking longer than they expected. Hallelujah. But God is faithful and they hope and right on his timeline and right in time. So I thank you so much for tuning in with me. And We also wanted to let you know before we end this episode that next week, we've been talking about it for the last few weeks, but next week we will be doing the live masterclass for May I Call You Queen. It's free. It's completely free. We'll have the registration link in the show notes below. But that's when we will tell you about the course. And we're taking a very limited number in that course, that eight-week course that you will get to spend time with me. It'll be a very small community. And you can live anywhere in the world because we will meet virtually and we will meet together for eight weeks but we'll talk about that in the live masterclass. you could find out like what is the masterclass going to be about what topics are you going to talk on how much is it going to cost is there a payment plan how can i get involved you know like what what is it going to help me to be able to do all of those questions get answered in the live masterclass that we will have next week friday so we're excited we're excited this coming friday i should say We're excited for you to be there. So please join the free masterclass. The registration link is in the show notes below. Tell a friend that you know that will benefit. And once again, I'm excited and thankful that you guys are with me this year. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Royal Access Podcast. Be sure to learn more about how to connect with us in the show notes below. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. We would also love for you to consider leaving a rating or a review. Until next time, I'm Corel Pinder, your truth-telling accountability partner.